I logged into Rangers and people crashing <laughs> on the Sheba Clan Dojo couches. Welcome <laughs> to the Sentai Truther Club. <laughs> I've um, I checked my letterbox because I haven't logged into letterbox in a little bit. I haven't been watching movies. I've been busy at work, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, I looked at my letterbox, then I go, what was the last couple of things I saw? I didn't really put a review for Power Rangers Samurai uh, Clash of the Red Rangers. So I'm gonna, I, I changed that last night. I was in a, a moment of like, you know, you're, when you're in that creative headspace and you're just like, I want to be productive right now. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I spent a little bit of time of writing my Power Rangers Samurai Clash of the Red Rangers, the movie review. So here it goes. So I rated it a half star. It's the lowest, oh. it's the lowest rating I could potentially give it. So, so here it is. A non-canon isekai movie that was doomed from the start with the actor for RPM Red not wanting to reprise his role for the movie. To be fair... It all sucked, and that's probably the reason why he phoned in the voice lines, despite claiming not to. And you watch, you've watched some anime movies. Uh, you know that, that they're non-canon. It's just like an excuse to fucking get your characters to do a move that they don't normally do or some shit. Yeah. And cool fight scenes, and it kind of takes the wind out of uh, a lot of it. Um, and it could be even more mixed if it, the movie is canon. Full Metal Alchemist 2003 had that movie that was trash. <laughs> uh, that was its continuation plot-wise. It has that going for it, but I really truly think like had RPM Red just been able to demorph at will and like contribute to the plot line at all in a meaningful way that wasn't bogus like that, the movie would have been something good. It could it could have had a lot more potential. Like the potential of RPM Red crossing over um, with this team is definitely there. Uh, especially because, like, RPM Red was great. Like, he was a pretty darn good character in a lot of ways. Scott was awesome. Yeah. If you actually had, like, Scott at his best, like, he's able to demorph. Maybe he's, like, driving around in a hot car for part of the movie, you know? <laughs> like, put Scott in his element and actually have him be a real character, sure. Uh, but it's, yeah, I mean... It's clear why he didn't want to reprise the role. This was a very lazy made-for-TV movie without a lot of budget or care or thought put into it. I wouldn't necessarily have done it either in that position, you know? Like, it's... So, so he just phoned in the voice lines. Again, he'll, he claims that he didn't do this, but it's very obviously him, and no one else has ever taken the credit for it. He's and like, I did something for the fans, but, like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just weird, and it's just, yeah, it's not good. Um, yeah. Nothing and about this samurai shit has been very good. Hi, I'm Saban. Um, I hate you now. <laughs> 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 we're enemies. <laughs> not, that, not that we didn't hate you before. Um, yeah, but now we're enemies. Uh, I don't know. Not what the, the first fuck. billionaire I would eat, but. I don't know yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you, though. Like, you demanded that you had to take this show back and prove what the Power Rangers could be and that Disney had fucked it up. Um, and this is terrible. This is so terrible. As There's legitimately, see, like, nothing good to say about this season. Everything is kind of on average. Either average or below average. Yeah, it's slightly better than the season before. That's really all I can say. Disagree. Uh, and actually, um, I was going to say, I thought you might disagree on this, and I just want to say for the record, it's such a close margin. The writing is better, but then the Bulk and Skull, sh- or not Bulk and Skull, Bulk and Spike shit was worse. It was legitimately worse, this go-around. Pretty bad. Like, they were, like, breaking the law in such a way that I was like, you're, like, creeps. Yeah, um, there were they, a lot of the Bulk and Skull stuff's really bad, or Bulk and Spike rather. And then Skull's return at the end, fucking oh my god, that was terrible. They fucking hate each other. I don't know what that was about. Like um, they, the the show treated them as if they hated each other. 
like legitimately hated each other. Which doesn't, I mean, if 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 we really are supposed to believe we live in a world where Skull like became like a tech bro billionaire, he would have taken bulk with him from everything yeah. we ever saw in the past. They would have just done that together. You yeah, know, it would have been Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, <laughs> like, um, or like uh, Bill Gates and that pedophile that lives in Washington. Uh, <laughs> I, I really want to get the 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 plot out of the way, just because I want to dive deep into dissect kind of like the philosophy and the the psychological understandings of Power Ranger Samurai and its crew more, versus like discuss the plot. So basically, like the Sanju River, it's still there. They hey, haven't on. done Let anything. Do the plot. Let me do the plot. Okay, because okay. I'm sure you can explain it in like five sentences. Yeah. Um, the Power Rangers are still there. They have a new power called Super Samurai Mode that they have to pass around, and only one can use at a time. Uh, they get oh, new really? swords every ten seconds. Is that why I forgot? Yeah. Uh, Shit. They have to pass the the ox cable. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Whoops. Um, they get a new Zord every ten seconds. Uh, Decker is back for some reason, and even Gare. And I don't mean that as like a like a like in like a. He's gay, like he's as an insult. I mean, like he's gayer. Like he's more homosexual. Yeah, he's more like <laughs> openly, he's definitely more openly gay towards Jaden. And, and Jaden also, also is kind of reciprocating. It's obviously like could be read as queer coded because he's he's rejecting Dayu, his like soulmate of the past who is a woman in favor of his clear love affair for Jaden. He's like, "No, you don't understand, Dayu." Like my, I call out to my sword, and my sword calls out to Jaden's blood. Uh, yeah, Decker is just like, you know, he was forcing himself into a heterosexual marriage uh, because of the times that he lived in, probably. And, uh, you know, this is his opportunity to <laughs> escape. Right. Hold on. <laughs> Let, let's dissect that later. Let's dissect that later. Um, uh, the oh, oh, sorry. I guess there is one other plot point. Master Xandred exists. Yes, there's a sub enemy. <laughs> there's like a Lothor sub enemy. What's his oh, name? Oh, there's Serrator. Also, yes. So Serrator. So actually, I want to, I want to emphasize this a little bit because Master Xandred is supposed to be the main enemy of this show. Serrator was the fucking boss. Decker is the boss of season one, and Serrator is the boss of season two. Yeah. Master Xandred is just like this drunk dork that you barely see. Yeah, Serrator... in uh, Mystic Force? When it's like, ah, at last, the master has arrived, the guardian yeah. of hell. And it's like, we see him for two seconds, and then he gets his ass beat so fast. And you're just like, this was the main guy we've been waiting for this whole time? That's Master Xandred. Except in Mystic Force, it was like kind of cool because it was very Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Serrator was cool because Serrator's plots were good. But here's the thing. All of the villains spell out everything out loud before actually doing them. There is a key moment where Dayu's um, Harmonium is repaired, but Decker is dead. And like, yeah, Dayu just turns to the camera and she's like, now that Decker is dead, I will play the saddest song I have ever played and it will cause the end of the world, basically. Yeah, she like literally spells it out for the viewer. And I'm just like, what if you just like said nothing what and then just started playing? Nothing? Yeah, sit down at the harmonium crying and then just start playing a sad song, and then, oh, we go to cut to the surface of the world. What the fuck, guys? The Sanzu River's out of control. Why is this happening? Like, show. Show us. Don't tell. This is a fucking yeah. show. This is not a ooh, book. Uh, ooh, that character? That oh my character. god, I hate that character. Yeah, that one was <laughs> so bad. I, You know, you gave me ooh, so... Uh, 
You gave me so much shit for Jungle Fury with the fucking insect. That was worse. That shit was worse. Not only because, like, the, the Zord sequences weren't that good either. Not only because of that, but but also because, like, that character actively explained the plot to the viewer yep. every single time and was, like, predicting the next plot points out loud. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. And then also... There's so many child actors this season. There's so many episodes where there's child actors and child-involved plots. And I'm just like, this show's target demographic went from like fucking, I don't know, what was it before in Samurai? Like eight, maybe? To like six. <laughs> huge. That's a big difference. The difference uh, between a first grader and a third grader is huge. Yeah, it I will say that some of the child-focused plots were a little less cringe than, like, the baseball. Oh, yeah, nothing was as cringe as that. Plot. So, yeah. like, some of them weren't as cringe, but there was a lot of it, and that was, like, a very unfortunate. Um, a few of them, though, they seemed to know better than to, like... There was one in particular where, like, I'm gonna, like, sort of misremember this because I watched these episodes a while ago now, but uh, we did the opposite this time. Where, like, I watched this forever ago. Grav watched it, like, yesterday. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> um, <clears throat> there was one in particular where, like, the kid's like, Wow, can I hang out with the rangers some more? And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But the beginning to that, that episode is cringe! The beginning to that episode is so cringe, it's though. Really cringe, really cringe, yeah. No, I'm not denying that at all. All I'm saying, though, is that at least in that episode, when I got to the end of it, I was like, at least they kind of know. They kind of (laughs) know. Yeah. So you have the Rangers. uh, Master Zandrid is floating in the the Sanzu River. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Rangers uh, barely, like, by the skin of their teeth, defeat uh, Serrator. Serrator was a pretty cool villain. But like like we said, like literally all of his plots are spelled out loud to the viewer. It's it's yes, the Raiders fucking just like, sucks. And now I will do this. <laughs> but like Serrator gets like Final Fantasy ass cutscenes though. The fights are good. The fights, some of the fights with Serrator are strong. Yeah, easily the best parts of the the show. Yeah. Um, Serrator got the best the, dialogue I think too. Stronger uh, than any of the fights in even original Samurai. Maybe honestly, some of them. Like, I thought the fights with Serrator were, like, among the best of the whole arc. I think it was the first Red Ranger fight or the second Red Ranger fight that I was like, that's probably the best one. Though it needed more sparks. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I agree. The Serrator fights were really good. Um, then Master, Master Zandrid gets out of the Sanzu River, fully recovered from the last fight. He fuses with Dayu after Decker's death and then fucks up the Rangers, and the Rangers are like, Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. One more really important. This actually is important and actually is almost a good plot point. So what is this secret that Jaden's been keeping? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Sorry, my bad. This has been the biggest thing hanging over our heads the whole time. Jaden has this secret that he can't tell anyone and it's tearing him up. What is it? Only tears him up when it's plot relevant. Fair. Only tears him up when the Rangers want him to go out and have a good time. It's not an arrow situation where, like, every episode, Oliver Queen is like, fuck, my mother's dead. And and all this other shit, you know? It's not like one of those. No, it's just the, uh, oh, fuck, right. Jaden has a secret, right. Snaps fingers. But then the secret is actually kind of good. Payoff, maybe not, but we'll get to that in a second. But the secret itself kind of paid off a little bit at first because... What's his big secret? It's that he's not really destined to be the Red Ranger. He's been fooling the team the whole time and fooling everyone because secretly his sister is the one who has the power to seal Master Zandrid away forever. And she's been training to prepare to actually do that. And Jaden <laughs> is a decoy. And that's kind of neat. You're like, oh, okay. This took way too long to happen. Episode but, 16. 
No, don't, it's not way too what? long. Too, no, like, no, too no, fucking no, long. Stop, because it's not even episode 16. Technically, the entire first season also oh, yeah. revolved around this secret. So we're like 36 episodes in. And the intro- um, And they finally, finally, finally let you have it. Um, they should have done this way earlier. It really sucks, but for a minute, it's kind of a cool plot point because you're like, oh, that is an interesting secret, I guess. Kind of makes some sense of everything. Also, Lauren is really cool for a second, for like one second. But then they're just like, ah, oh, we love Jade too much. And I was just like, oh my fucking God. She's an allegory <laughs> for Hillary Clinton. Is she's an allegory for the 2008 election. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you it, think Lauren's going to be something, but uh, she's been training her ceiling power, the ceiling power technique her whole life while Jaden's been fighting off the Sanju River Beast. Um, she's a white chick. Sorry, did I mention that? My bad. From the Sheba clan, who are samurai. But I digress. Uh, yeah. You know, that's its own can of worms. The father's white, too. So it has to be that the mom's Japanese, right? Um, the whole family is like colonized. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why they couldn't just be like Jaden's the one that's adopted, or just have them both be completely different and just say, yeah, the Sheba family isn't like a, it's not like a blood family. It's like an, it's just an adoption thing. Yeah, that would have been cool too. And then it's just like, okay, so Jaden's a Sheba just because he was adopted into this house, and it doesn't matter. Where he was born, and then Lauren. Yeah, the politics been... in this show are fucked, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, just like putting it right out there. It's just, it's just all bad. Um, but uh, she doesn't do anything. Jaden tells Lauren, "You are the Red Ranger now. You're the leader." And then everybody just fucks off and goes, "No, we want Jaden." And Kevin's like, "No, I'm gonna stand by Lauren." And instead of everybody going, "You know what? Kevin's right. We should give Lauren a chance." Everybody goes. Sorry, we love you, Lauren, but uh, actually, we love Jaden more. And goes and leaves. And then yeah. Lauren then eventually tells Kevin, instead of them, so they go to train. And here's where Lauren fucks up, too. They're like, all right, we're going to go train now. They train individually. Why would you not use this as a team building exercise to like show off your strength? You know, and prove to the viewer on screen that you are powerful. Also, they they do Lauren dirty because they have this plot point with her that makes sense where it's like, well, Lauren's been training in secret mostly alone for a long time. And so she's not good at being a team leader yet. And they could have worked with that in a cool way. But instead, they're just like, but this is just an excuse to get rid of her, basically. Like, instead of being like... This is an excuse to make sure that there's a mech fight every every uh, episode. Yeah. So the whole Lauren thing, I was hyped at first, because for the first couple minutes, the first time you see her, she's a badass, and you're like, ah, shit, Jaden's getting replaced. That'll be cool. Like... <laughs> episode 16, fine, I guess, fine, I if guess. she's good. Yeah, as long as it pays off, this could still work out a little bit and make me like this season a little more. But it doesn't pay off. Um, instead, they all want Jaden back. And in the end, Jaden still has to be the one to basically save everything. Lauren ends up too injured to do the final fight. And also, um, the whole thing with... <clears throat> no, her ceiling power just straight up doesn't work. Like, her dad's, her dad's ceiling power... Well, it doesn't work uh, lasted for like 15 years and then hers lasts like for what a minute well but it, it that's for a reason um but uh but but she also gets uh, injured in that fight and that's the other it's like they just make a big deal out of like oh look she's too badly injured and it's just like come on shut the fuck up no um, uh, that was not the way it was presented i was like oh no she's but, just straight up incapable <laughs> But here's, okay, so here's why her ceiling power doesn't work, though. It's because of, and this is, again, everything is just explained. Master Zandra just says a lot of this, then the rangers say the rest, and none of it's left to, like, be a question at all. The ceiling power doesn't work because at the last minute, Master Zandrid absorbs part of Dayu's spirit, giving him oh, a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. of human essence. And that little bit of human essence allows him to resist the ceiling power, which is meant to seal a Nylock. 
You're right. You're right. Um, my bad. My critique was, so there's was unfounded, a, and I recall it. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a plot reason why the ceiling power doesn't. Um, yeah, I I do wish like Dayu's head was kind of sticking out of the armor. Just make it more horrifying. Instead, it's kind of like here's this. this a white uh, it's like yeah, it's like this little like a uh, piece of white paint I got on my armor. <laughs> like uh, I I play this video game Project Zomboid. And in the new build, you can tailor your clothes when they get Probably ripped. never heard of it. Uh, but uh, when, uh, when you're at really low levels of tailoring, it's just like a huge, awkward white patch on whatever piece of clothing, like, like on the shoulder of like your jacket or whatever, just this huge, ugly white patch. That's what it looks like on Master Xandrin. Like, <laughs> he just like ripped his suit and then just like grabbed a random piece of white cloth and stitched it in real quick. Yeah. It's not cool. Yeah, it's not. Um, and so uh, Jaden has to lead the team to final victory against Master Xandrid, and basically he's like, okay, listen, here's the new plan. Uh, Master Xandrid, uh, you know, we can't seal him now, but because he's given himself this one human bit, we can try to use that to actually kill him forever. And uh, that's what they end up doing. Yay. Yay. Everybody goes back to whatever the fuck they were doing before being a ranger, except yeah. Jaden, who gets handed a guitar and then plays the Power Rangers outro. With the mentor. And, and I immediately said, fuck you. Fuck you. Wasting my damn time. Don't forget, oh. a gamer, gu gamer guy gets with Emily. Oh my god! Emily, no! Emily, no! Um, I uh, completely undeserved hate gamer guy. Uh, but Definitely we'll get to that in a second. Get, we'll uh, get to that in a second. The best, uh, <laughs> probably the best ending anyone got was Mia. Because she's like, listen, I finally get that I suck at cooking, and I'm going to go to culinary school. That's good And that's her. also cool, because originally it seemed like her ending was going to be, like, marry someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and have it's like, no oh, I'm actually going to be a professional chef now. Hmm. That's yeah, cool. And that, yeah, she's like, she's like, actually, I have an ambition. Yeah, um, that's, that's fine. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, so Antonio goes back to fishing. Kevin goes back to swimming. Mentor goes back to mentoring. He plays guitar too. Oh yeah, he does. Um, Mentor and Jaden just hang out at that house this, playing guitar. This season is more. Is it? It's not as egregious as uh, Operation Overdrive, but its techno optimism is annoying. Like, they expect Antonio to have the answer for it when they themselves can't come up with the answer. And Antonio's like, dog, I literally just know how to press, like, how to go on Google and Google search <laughs> things. Like, that's that's all I know about computers. I don't know what you They're what like, you Antonio, you're the Linux expert, right? And he's like, I can type sudo into the command line. I'm all about that pseudo Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I use ArchBTW. <laughs> I know I how to. I know how to apt get update. <laughs> <laughs> I know it looks like I'm doing a lot of stuff, but really, <laughs> I, I'm just updating my computer. Yeah, it does, I know. It like makes four, it look cool. Four commands I can type into the terminal. It makes me look like a hacker, but I don't really know anything. <laughs> yeah, I just installed this application that makes my terminal drop down from the top. I, it's not. It's not actually because I programmed it to do so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of like being like the mentor just being like, you know what? Maybe tech is the way instead of it being like a coexist type deal it's like a no it's all tech at some point you know yeah fuck magic yeah even though i can literally write things into the air and make it come into existence let's uh mine the earth mine the earth for minerals 
Yeah, Mentor is like, let's invade Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, you know that motherfucker would have voted for the Iraq war. <laughs> <laughs> would he have done it a second time? No, but he would have sure done it the first time. Mentor is like, you see, it's a women's rights issue that we stay in Afghanistan. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of women's rights, um, this show's politics is absolutely fucked. So <laughs> we've already explained the plot, and I'm glad we explained it. But, like, the women in the... Everyone in this show succumbs to great man theory. And it's very of its time. Because if you remember the 2012 elections, it was, like, so defeatist on the liberal side. Like, people were like, yo, Obama don't actually ha have this in the bag. Which was hilarious because he curb stomped that election in the end. Yeah, but it was like, uh, like Mitt Romney got fucked with the binders full of women mm -hmm. controversy that the media played up to the masses. Um, and then there was like one other, I think there might have been like one or two other controversies or whatever. Um, also, it's fucking Mitt Romney. Like they did a documentary. I saw that. Doc you know, I saw that documentary. I watched Mitt. Um, and the reason why that motherfucker lost was because nobody can relate to a fucking Mormon. Also, he's just unless like, you're a Mormon, like, like he has like eight kids, and he has like three houses, and everybody's just like, if only you knew the real Mitt. And, and I'm also, like, bro, what is there to know? He's like a quintessential rich weirdo. Like, he's like. One of those, like, completely alienated and alienating rich weirdo people you just, like, think of. When you, like, see a movie where there's just supposed to be some rich guy that's completely out of touch with reality, it's like, that's Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney would, like, walk up, you know, in, like, the music band shirt. Like, what's up, fellow kids? You know? And you're just like, no, dude. Yeah. And and everybody is just like relying on Jaden so much so that they're like putting like extreme pressure on Jaden, and they don't actively know that they're putting extreme pressure on Jaden. Like they're like Jaden, we know you can do it because we know you're the best. We know that no matter what, you're gonna pull through for us. As the viewers who have seen, like, Jaden almost kill himself trying to figure out the Beatle disc, this is sort of distressing. It's, like, actively hard to watch at times. Because, like, the only reason why it's not more distressing is because the music is, like, playing it as, like, a, isn't this sweet? Like, she believes in Jaden. And I'm like, nah, dog. Like, y'all are fucking Jaden up. Uh, Emily did it too. Even in Emily's own episode, she was still like, Jaden, you're the best. Yeah. Jaden, when's the next time we can all just get together and just just have one just big orgy? God. That's what it all seems like. It's all a sex cult revolving around Jaden. It feels like, well, it feels like that, except Jaden is asexual. Yeah. Like they're all Jaden like, Jaden has the anime hero problem. And then at the end of the night, like Jaden goes to bed and like the rest of the Rangers like circle jerk talking about how great Jaden is or something. I don't even know. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's like the worst parts of like anime shonen hero. It's it do it's, it does get like weird in ways like in terms of like sexualness. Like you feel like what the fuck? Is like everybody sleeping with Jaden because you have Gamer Boy who is all just like, no, I'm sorry, Lauren. I have to go rescue. This motherfucker is an asshole all the time. The minute Jaden's not leader anymore, he's like, I have to go. I'm so sorry. And just leaves. Like he's one of the first ones to bounce. You're like, are those two fucking? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, Antonio is definitely in love with Jade. That Everyone. That not even be in question at all. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone is in a polyamorous relationship with Jaden, 
And Jaden's just like, I have, I was born with a birthright and everybody expects the world of me fuck, you know? Um, and to that I can relate, except for the fact that most of the plots suck. <laughs> like, I know we went on this big five to ten minute tangent on Jaden and all this other stuff. But this season, your filler guide was fantastic, by the way. So big props to Kennedy on this one. Uh, Kennedy watched the season ahead of me and was like, these are the episodes that are filler. Um, and honestly, it worked. Uh, fantastic um, filler Thank guide. You. Kudos. Kudos. Um, I really tried. I, I was like, if I'm going to have to watch all of this, I'm going to really try to pick through it a little this time because last time i wasn't as prepared when you were like hey what do you think about filler for samurai i was like uh it <laughs> was some <laughs> yeah but, uh but this time i was like yeah if we're gonna if we're gonna be doing this ourselves i wanted to be prepared and it just there definitely were quite a few episodes unfortunately some of them like were episodes that could have almost been good i will draw attention to one episode i cut in particular which is like mia's brother comes into town I wanted to give that episode a chance. It really seemed like it was going to be fun. And it kind of was fun at times, but it was also some of the cringiest shit I've ever seen in my life. And it had no relevance to the plot at all. Mia's brother just comes in for one episode. There's all this, like, a bunch of, like, singing songs. Like, it's the Disney era again. And then, like, he leaves. Nice. I just... Like, that's the kind of shit that I cut, so... <laughs> I still I still felt like I watched some filler, if only because a lot of the plot lines are just the Rangers woke up on the wrong side of the bed. There were a couple of episodes that I felt... Like, they're just being out. indignant. We could go back over it, honestly, and probably cut, like, two or three more. Nah, because those episodes probably have a fucking Zord. We're gonna be like, oh, why didn't we cut this? Oh, because it has a Zord in it. And it's like, I yeah. Did, some of them I specifically did not cut because of Zords. Yeah, so I believe 100%. It's just a lot of it is just like... And even that, I did cut, like, there's one episode that they get a new Zord configuration, but it's totally unexciting, and the episode sucks, and I just cut it. Yeah. Because, like, they get new, they get, like, 10 new Zord configurations this season. Who cares if you fucking miss one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another, another thing, uh... Like, there was the Women Be Shopping episode. Which was kind of fun because they were like acting goofy with it, but every single fit of theirs was like horrible. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> this is on a commercial for The Gap. That one was borderline, you were saying, right? Yeah, that one was borderline. Yo, that could have been a great episode if it had ended like shortly after the fashion show, but I was not expecting Bulk and Spike to do a breaking and entering. Yeah. And then it got like supremely weird, and then it got bad. Yeah. Um, so that's another like worthy episode dimension. Um, Lauren Sheba, I can't okay. I can't stress again that like wait before we get into Lauren, I just want to say that's one of the things about this season why it's kind of frustrating and why in some ways I said it's slightly better to me than the previous, although it's so, by such a thin margin that if if we end up disagreeing on this, I don't feel like it's going to be a big deal, you know. <laughs> Um, like, I feel like, you know, we're both going to agree that these are basically in the same rough level of suck <laughs> yeah. overall, and it's just splitting hairs. But what I will say, one of the potentials that I saw this season, and occasionally it actually shone through for a second, but mostly it just would like kind of fall apart on itself, was that the characters were actually better this season. The acting was a little bit better, and the writing was a better and you actually unlike last season where you were kind of like what the fuck is going on like are these characters friends are they enemies are they in a sex cult what there were times this season where you felt like these guys really are friends yeah so and the answer is really yes it. they are friends yes they are in a sex cult <laughs> no they're not enemies um <laughs> which is better than dino thunder uh yeah Let's get into Ranger Rankings and then review the season. Because I feel like I'm just going to keep nitpicking at it. Lauren Sheba. This is like one of the first times where like I don't want to rank a partial Ranger. I still will, but I just want to say that first. Because 
Her inclusion felt so half-assed. I almost want to give her an F. But the thing is, is like she that's did nothing not though. It's not fair though. First she did all, nothing though. First of all, the actress is okay. Second of is all, is she? Her first appearance. Her yeah, first she, appearance was good. After that, everything sucked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I agree. I just don't think she's an F. Okay, fine. Then I she's think, like D. Yeah, she's definitely like just D tier. Um, Mid middle D, I think. I'll give her some props on that first appearance. She did have me hyped. She, she, that first appearance. You know was what? Amazing. You know what also ruins her character too. Again, no fault of her own. Uh, this could be like another like Trini situation, but like when she's in the mech, she doesn't have her outfit on with the white cloak on. It's the regular Red Ranger uniform. Yeah, the she needed that super cloak. It it just didn't make it believable at all also, that she was in there. Um, I'll say, like, one of the reasons that I'm giving Lauren a little bit of respect is just that before the plot completely goes off the rails with her character, um, there's the first appearance, and then her second fight is also pretty good. <clears throat> and I'll say during those, like, in this season in general, some of the fights were really visually pleasing. Like, really visually pleasing. And just some of the cinematography was very visually pleasing. And I thought Lauren's first couple of fights in particular really had that quality. Where, like, I wanted to make some of those shots into some, like, hood tokus. You know? <laughs> she, just, she had so much swagger in those first couple scenes. Yeah. but They just butchered letdown. that shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big letdown. Um, so Jade and Shiba. I'm gonna say that he's like a high D this time. <laughs> I almost want to give him a C. He's a little better this time, and I, I agree with you in a lot of ways. He's like on that, he's on like the DC cusp for me right now. Um if you want to dump him in D, I'm fine. I'm, I'm just gonna, like I'm gonna put him at the top I, I, of D. I think, yeah, I think he's like not as bad as you would think. He, I think he is actually probably C. Because I think by the end of it, he's like kind of okay, maybe? I don't I know. Maybe I'm main, gaslighting myself. The main, it's, he's problem, D. I, the main problem with Jaden, why I'm struggling to give him more than this, is the whole Decker thing. Like, that plot sucks so much ass. His, that plot sucks, but it's not... It doesn't suck because of Jaden. Jaden's parts true, were good. Jaden's part... The, I will say this, Jaden and the mentor, when the mentor comes to try to stop Jaden from fighting Decker, surprisingly unexpected great scene between those two out of nowhere. And the fight between him um, and Decker was also good in terms of like the actual his fight dialogue and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of Jaden's dialogue was pretty good. The actor was really trying to, I want to give credit to the actor. I feel like if you put this actor in the right season, he could be an A in a Like a I regular really haircut like, too. I want to, yeah, give him a, don't give him this stupid fucking haircut. Let him just look like a regular dude and put him in a better season and make him the Green Ranger and he'd be like a B or A tier Green Ranger. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I, I'm going to give him the C. I think I, I you know, like I, I've been bouncing okay, back fine. and forth this we'll whole time. I, I'm willing to. He's like borderline C. So put it to you that borderline. way. So borderline. So, um, so fucking borderline. Kevin. Kevin's a D for me big time. Yeah, Kevin's a letdown this season. He had potential, but he's just a fucking... He doesn't have patience. For someone who, like, you would think to have patience, he has no patience whatsoever with the other Rangers the also, minute they step out of line. This season is the season where all of the Rangers, even Mia, become more, like, three-dimensional characters with different aspects to themselves, except Kevin. Kevin I disagree with that statement, but sure. Just becomes even more one-dimensional. Again, you didn't see the episode that emphasizes her character most, so it's to you, it's whatever. No, but I also, think Mia, I think you're right about Mia and Emily. Yeah. Gamer Boy, I think, is like fucking... Oh, true. Yeah, Gamer Boy also doesn't grow. He's also a D. Let's just get that out of He's the way. He's low Kevin, D. Kevin and Mike are both Ds. Mike is like... <clears throat> He's like an F, actually. I hate... 
Yeah, I hate him. I hate, I hate him this time around so much. He's like he's a horrible worth- reflection of myself <laughs> in, at 19 or something. Yeah, he's worthless, um, unlikable, and really doesn't do anything interesting this season at all. He did some fucked up shit to Kevin on his on Kevin's episode. Yeah, I cut Mike's episode where he gets the super samurai power for an episode because it even that episode just sucks ass and it's completely forget. Damn. Mia. I'm gonna say Mia just barely crests into C this season. She's like actually a person instead of just like season one, she's just like, I just can't wait to get married, y'all. I just can't I just want to get married so bad. You're right. There is some decent character growth to her. Yeah. Um, but this season, Mia is like actually thinking about other things. And in fact, like by the end of the season, she's like she doesn't have relationship on the mind at all. So her character actually goes through some growth. The problem is just it's still just not that great of a character overall. And she yeah, still like... has a couple of moments where she's like, ha ha. Can you imagine me in this wedding dress? And you're like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we need a Mia being toxic episode. That's what we needed. Um, that would have been hilarious. We just needed Mia to go off one time. Just this once. Yeah, like think uh, like a, a Lost Galaxy. Like when like they fight over the groceries or something. Oh, yeah. That, you know what? This season would have take that episode and just yoink, put that in here with this crew. Makes so much more sense with this crew in this setting. Yeah, that would have worked way better. Um, yeah, I would have, have took that over the bulk and spike plot in episode 10. Let's have um, Mia and Emily have a huge fight about the household groceries. And then everybody ends up getting involved and, you know, some shit like that. That would have been, yeah, that would have been, or or let's have Mia... I don't know. Just give her a little bit more. Give her just something a little bit extra. And she really could have shined this season, but it's just not quite enough. But you still got to give her the credit because she did grow a lot into a decent character. Yeah. In some ways. She like I is... Said, her, ending, her ending is like the best ending because everybody else is kind of like, yeah, we'll just go back to whatever. But Mia has actually grown during her time as a ranger and is like, I'm going to pursue this whole new thing so yes. that's really cool super mia is definitely a c what about super antonio um he's a d yeah he's worse this time honestly yeah his his incompetence this season and overall he just seems miserable he's, he's every episode the- he's having a bad time He's still doing the do I really fit in here thing for a lot of the first part of Super Samurai, and it's like, shut up. Yeah. We don't need to do this plot. Um, And then most of his plots suck, and most of his stuff sucks, and he still says Fantastico. (laughs) Yeah. I truly don't like when he says Spanish. I think it's awful. I hate it. Um... If this is the representation I'm going to get, don't give it to me at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? I will also say if this is the representation I'm going to get, don't give it to me at all because he's queer coded in the yeah. worst ways possible. <laughs> Muy fantastico. God like, damn. And look, I, I just wish if you. Imagine if, like, Haim Saban hadn't been a fucking coward and, like, he made a season where Antonio actually was just gay and in love with Jaden. Oh, and they explored that relationship together? Yeah. like That'd be cool. That would have been cool. There's, there's, there's plenty of potential. I just want to be clear. There was, there was plenty sitting on the table. Your, your claws, your uh, finger curl is Power Rangers gets canceled. And also... Uh, Antonio acts as a stereotypical gay guy, but he's just a little bit more flamboyant because uh, he's Hispanic. So he might have some ruffles on some uh, some clothing items. That that would have been your monkey's paw. Fine with it. You know it's true. Fine with it. 
I kind of want to watch Dino Fury. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get there hopefully one day. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't like Antonio. I actively did not like Antonio's presence this season. Uh, it got worse as the season went on. He's yeah. uh, low D this season. Uh, yeah, he was middle work. D to maybe high D by the end of it because he had a pretty good episode last season. But this season, for sure, he's definitely low D. I thought Antonio showing up last season did improve the season a little bit. But this time around, he's just dragging things down. What's funny is that he's supposed to be the equivalent of Tommy. And you're just like, this guy's supposed to be the equivalent to Tommy? This guy? Nah. <laughs> um, Emily. Middle C. Yeah. Might even would have been high C had she not got with Gamer Boy, but you know what? Don't have her get with Gamer Boy and give her one more really solid episode. She'd be a B. Yeah. Emily so much really, potential with Emily. Lots of potential. Very interesting. Could come back character. for another season as like a mentor character and maybe like not talk like a fucking kid. Oh my god, Emily is like a mentor in sort of a ninja, not or not a jungle fury type. I forget. Way. We're giving Emily too much credit. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. I have to interrupt what? our Emily love session to bring you the fact that Emily ex. Emily is Captain Obvious this season. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yes. I debated all of y'all. My yeah. bad. I forgot. Like, I was like, thinking, I was like, yeah, I liked Emily. And then I went, no, actually, I didn't like Emily this season. Fuck. Yeah, every time like Emily talks. She also, she's like a lot of the villains. She just explains everything. Everything. She's like, "Are you really gonna feel like that, Jaden? Aren't you gonna feel upset?" And Jaden's like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." And I'm like, "Oh, come on, come the fuck on." <laughs> that that's uh that's Emily this season. Yeah, no, she got worse. Um, she's is it so enough to drag her into but, D tier? But, no, yeah. she, she's low C. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I did want to give her higher ranks, but no, she went from like high to mid to low C. Well, Not borderline, she, but low. She didn't have a great moment. No. She she did not have a a a, a moment in Super Samurai that was amazingly incredible. Um she had some moments that were decent that kind of kept her afloat. Um but she had uh, a, a focused episode that wasn't that good right it was another like oh i fuck up oh yeah because she thought that she could handle a villain on her own because she wanted to prove herself i'm just yeah. like didn't we go over this in the last season um however you have to give respect to uh girl boss emily the best part of the whole season <laughs> oh yeah the initial impression where she uh so in episode 10, uh, when Bulk and Skull do a breaking and entering into the Shiba household clan uh, house. And this is the um, episode where all the rangers are stoned, by the way. Yeah, so everyone's got the munchies. <laughs> uh, the, the villain is handing out edibles and everybody's eating them and they're getting like super, they're just sick with the munchies. The villain's like, yo, these edibles, they're, they're totally fine. You're going to feel fine. But then it hits and it's like 150 milligrams and you're wasted. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, can barely stand tumbling over each other, just fighting for food and shit. Yeah. Just like willing to just like eat like a raw lemon or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Bulk and Spike commit a breaking and entering because they find out that Mia is living there. Um, and they're like, is Mia home? And the mentor is like, nah. Give me a sec, though. Hold up. And Bulk and Spike are like, okay, time to commit a breaking and entering and go inside the household and then get treated to uh, Emily in well, military gear. Well, first, first they're like, they're like, we want to be samurai so bad. We're already samurai in training. Can we train here at your dojo? And like, they're being really insistent. So mentors like Emily, I need you to scare them away with a training program. No one can survive. 
So Emily puts a wig on and makes them into their simps, into her simps. Yeah. Do you remember in Riverdale when uh, that one character puts on the black wig and turns evil? Emily does that exact, it's that exact same wig even. Like she just puts on the, the evil wig from Riverdale. Apparently Riverdale got its idea from Power Rangers Super Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to tell Netscape this, <laughs> this theory. Um, and uh, she turns into evil Emily. And it's just like, uh, hey, simps. I spilled milk all over the floor. Clean it up with your mouth. <laughs> yeah, and they're going like, yes, mommy. <laughs> but like, even that moment's kind of ruined because they keep doing jump cuts to the rangers like fucking doing food fight in the kitchen. And it just keeps going yeah. back and forth and you get really lost. I don't know. Is that just me? Yeah, I don't know. That episode, crazy. But still, uh, it really, as much as that part shines, that episode had its own problems. And then uh, Emily has just repeatedly, every group interaction, it's just, here I am, spelling everything out, spelling how you should feel, how you should feel, how you should feel, and how you, the viewer, should feel. And I'm just like, nah. I'm not about that life. I'm not six. Who else do we have left? The mentor character got better, but he believes now it's kind of lateral. Just because, like, yeah, he's less of an asshole this time around and his acting got better, but also he's more of a techno-optimist, so his character got worse. Yeah, and he's still doing some of the same mentor shit that makes him yeah, he still sucks Jaden off quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Bulk Hot and Spike are worse this season. They actively hurt the season, because I would give it a better score. Um, but they they actively like torpedo episodes. They really do, yeah. Um, so let's get into the the season review. Um, you may have noticed we didn't do a best and worst. We haven't had any guests. Uh this is terrible. Um, <laughs> we're just trying to avoid the problems that we had during a season's Operation Overdrive where we tried to kind of take it seriously even though we clearly shouldn't have I'm not saying that this is the worst season ever and that's why we're doing this but rather just that it, it is bad once again and we're not going to bother to um, drag this out for no reason there's no reason that anyone should watch this yeah, really? you know what? You can just listen to our episodes and trust in us that you you really don't have to watch these seasons. You don't have to watch the Clash of the Red Ranger movie. You um, really don't. All samurai stuff sucks. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Very um, skippable. I would say, like, in the same way that Operation Overdrive as a whole is kind of just filler, samurai as a whole feels that way to me too right now. And I know that some of these characters are probably going to appear later or something that's going to, like, force me to say that it's not. But, fuck. This is just, like, boring as fuck for the most part. It is sometimes kind of watchable. And I did think the cinematography... No, it, it is like, actively boring. Like, this, uh, this is one of the few Power Rangers that have actively made me nod off. Uh, yeah, not since Wild Force have I really felt as bored Sleepy. as I felt during Samurai <laughs> and Super Samurai, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a three. I think that's what I gave the last one. <laughs> so the beginning kind of starts off pretty strong. Um, the first episode sucks, but like it does, you kind of notice the jump in writing quality. Um, the problem is, is that over time, it really wears on you. There's a lot of bad plots. There's a lot of bad bulk and skull parts to the episode that unfortunately we have Decker. to endure. Um, bad Decker. Decker's introduction Mathis was strong. Sucks. Uh, his one fight was good. Yeah, but he still sucks overall as a villain. Yeah, the one where he defeated the Rangers was pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, nothing pays Dayu's... off. I just want to say that as like kind of my final addition to my review. Is this just it's an just overall it, worse season? 
I don't know if it's overall worse. It just feels like they just left everything on the table, though. That's really my issue here. It's like there was so much potential here and basically none of it really gets used. Yeah, I don't think any of the payoffs were good. No, but I couldn't say that about season one either. I hated the end of season Yeah, so I really, now I don't even know what to rate it. Because uh, I was leaning, I was at five. I was going to say like, I was like, all right, the beginning starts off at a five and then it goes down to a four. But now I'm just like, wait, is it a four? Is this actually like a three? It's like a three or a four. The last couple of episodes were all right, though. There were a couple. No, like 19, 20, 21, I think. Something like that. Let's agree. We'll both give it a four. Here's why. It's because it's like a 4.0, though. Yeah, it's right a flat four. Because it was kind of watchable. But it's not really for the content. Honestly, there were times, especially during certain Zord fights that were boring the fuck out of me, I would just mute it for a minute and just like put on some vibey music and like clean my room and just have the Zord fight on with some vibey music. And that was like pretty cool. Yeah, this was the season. Samurai, turn off the sound and just put on <laughs> some just really good vibey music. Some like... Maybe some hip hop, maybe some pop, something with a. You got to come up with a playlist, a Power Rangers Samurai watch playlist. <laughs> Just put that on. You put on Power Rangers Super Samurai <clears throat> with some dope beats. Just in the background at a party. Two, yeah. Be great. Mm-hmm. Now it's like a seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Um. I might not go as that that far, but I will say the Zord fights, you notice we didn't talk about them. Honestly, I couldn't tell the difference in designs other than like it just gets progressively more gold. Uh there and was Zord a couple of fights. Fuck that. The fights were kind of cool, but the configurations was stupid. Configurations were bad. There was a couple of fights that were good, but overall, like they're most of them are skippable. I'm not gonna say all of them, but most of them are skippable. Uh so much so where you could just like leave come back like kennedy was saying and you won't miss too much um yeah it's like a 4.0 uh am i excited for megaforce no but be ready for more solo kennedy and grav because you got that coming all the way till dino charge we might bring in a friend for like a minute just for entertainment like for ourselves (laughs) No, maybe the movie. That's it. The super, the super mega force, uh, the legendary battle movie. Yeah, we'll bring on somebody for that. But no, Uh, as someone who's caught like maybe two minutes of mega force, no. (laughs) I just we're not the whole next era, not necessarily specifically for mega force. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, just Um, like don't necessarily expect us to have as many guests. We might bring on some friends, people like Netscape, that will just hang out with us and watch anything oh yeah uh, but uh but we won't or, or like maybe wobbly will come back or someone like that but we won't be bringing on a ton of excited guests until we get past this era because this is this sucks too much yeah um the neo saban era lasts quite a bit i do know it does get better um but also i know we're we're in for some even worse shit than we've already seen so um, I'm fully prepared. Uh, I do know the legendary battle does have some pog moments, and I think the legendary battle is actually what kind of like rekindled interest in Power Rangers. Um, where like people were like, "Oh yeah, Tommy, what? it's Tommy!" <laughs> oh! You know, like I know that. I know the the Power Rangers movie released like a year or two after that, and then uh, you know we're, we're at where we're at now. So I know there is some pogs to be had, but it's going to be a while and I don't want to torture people with bad stuff. But yeah, no, nah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to finally get to some good TV. But unfortunately, we have probably another month of bad. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. All, All right. right. Bye. <laughs> Till next time. Rangers, thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to rate our podcast five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. And as always, you can find Kennedy and I on Twitter. 
I am at Gravcast, and Kennedy is at Kennedy T. Cooper. Stay safe, Rangers, and may the power protect you.